up, hobby friends, and welcome back to Paint Break, the podcast where you can find a little bit of encouragement, discover new ways to make your hobby more fun, and most importantly, learn to paint bravely. All right, we got some fun hobby stuff to talk about this week. Got some hot tips, or at least one. Um, why don't we start with that? Because Brent didn't even know that. I, I'm just I'm just kicking this off. Um, and then we'll get into some <laughs> some other hobby stuff. Uh, so the first thing, I have been painting a Chaos Knight conversion for orcs. Have painted. I I have I have painted. I finished it. It's a project I was working on. It's now done, and it looks cool. Um, and I was using masking tape, right? And I was trying to put uh, like chevrons and stripes on these panels. It looked really cool. Whatever, it's normal. Um, and I was trying like really hard to line them up and I don't know why this never occurred to me, but I got a comment about it after I was done, uh, from, I'm going to call him we Kurt cause I have no idea how to pronounce his name, but it's W I J Kurt K E R T. Uh, so, you know, he can correct me. However, that's supposed to be pronounced. And he's like, Oh, well, all, all you have to do is line the tape up like next to each other. Just end to end side to side and fill up the panel and then remove every other one and obviously you're going to have perfectly straight lines alright so you're making you're kind of having some masking tape in there just a spacers sort of thing yeah you're using the same masking tape you're just getting another strip placing it next to the previous one then getting another strip placing it next to that one and then removing every other one where you want the painted in stripes to be and they're going to be perfectly even okay like of yeah. course they are yeah yeah, yeah. using yeah. the using the strip as a little jig to get all the other strips uh evenly yes. spaced i gotcha and i don't know why but that I, it blew my mind Ooh. like it just never occurred to me before and it was just like okay well clearly that is uh <laughs> how you do masking tape of course it is yeah, yeah. those caution stripes look really good by the way the, you oh, got like you. the you. you got like the airbrush transition on the yellow of the caution stripes. Mm. Mm -mm, oh yeah, mm -mm. yeah. That that uh, orange brown to like bright yellow. Mm -hmm. It gets me. It gets me every time, and it's something that's like I I don't know. I try and do as much as possible because it's so good. Um, I didn't use pink on it though. I should have done that. No, I think it looks. I think fun. it looks great this way, and people don't want to. You you don't want people saying that you only got that one trick. You know, fair. Yeah. <laughs> Goober Town Yellow. That's yeah, that's your only trick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fair. Okay. Um, yeah, so I I don't know. I just thought that was interesting because like I I really wanted to make them straight and I wanted to make them as even as possible and like I I think they look cool, but they're definitely not perfectly even. And it's like, well, that was, I could have, I could have done that. You live but and learn. And that's what this yeah. hobby is all about. You're, you're picking up little tricks from your own mistakes for you. You're picking up tricks mm -hmm. from people nicely telling you tricks on the internet. You're picking up tricks from uh, a-holes on the internet telling you how you screwed it up <laughs> and how that you're an idiot. Uh -huh, uh -huh. And why didn't you just do it this way? And uh, yeah, that's how we learn. Yeah, well, in this case, it was a very nice subscriber who's been around for a long time. Uh, he's commented on ton, tons of my videos um, and just dropped that sweet nugget of, of information. So, yeah, pretty excited about that. 
just straight off. Wonderful. Um, yeah, October is over too. It's so we're now into November, and uh, I don't know. I don't know. That's the one like big GW holiday, quote unquote, that I I'm actually like pretty into. Okay. Because because I I don't know why. Yeah, it's, it's an dope, excuse dopey. to paint orcs. And, it is, uh, I guess. It's like I painted an orc like a month and a half before. Yeah, it just you, didn't feel right. You know, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get conned into these, uh, you know, Hallmark <laughs> commercialized holidays. Yeah. Like you're not gonna get trap me with Mother's Day and Father's yeah. Day. Like, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's but Orktober. Yeah, <laughs> that seems all right by me. That that's sensical. That only. That's yeah, only yeah. logical. Yeah. Yeah. At least I, I know where that came from, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh big project this year, pretty happy with it and uh, definitely uh, learned some things. So not too bad overall. Not too bad. I suppose before, before we get into anything else, now that we've done this hot tip, I got to ask you if you've been doing anything fun the last couple weeks. So Just, yes, I have. You know, some of it's secret. Let's let's, mm-hmm, let's be uh, you know, open about the lot fact of, that there's, there's a lot of secret stuff going on lately. Uh, I mean, you see these people dropping videos left and right about things we haven't heard about. And... Good kitty. <laughs> Surprisingly loud. <laughs> yeah, I've been messing around with the microphone settings. We'll see if this sounds terrible or not, but uh, you got some pretty loud purrs in there, and, and you're welcome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's some hobby products that are coming up that I've been playing around with, not really allowed to talk about. Um, oh, for sure. But yeah. what else is it? All right, I'm, I'm holding here some square bases. I've got some 25-millimeter mm. plastic square bases here. Classic. Speaking yeah. of, you know, seasons coming and going, we are <laughs> rapidly approaching an ongoing season of square bases. Are are we? I mean, I know we are, kind of, but I have you heard something we, I haven't? Or No, I, it seems purely through osmosis. Like, I have no inside sure, information, sure. and the osmosis is probably wrong, but, like... Like Early, the two kings are alive. But yeah, some, maybe <laughs> somewhere in the first half of twenty twenty four is probably Warhammer: The Old World. Like they've been. I hope so. Yeah, Games Workshop's been talking more and more about it, and square mm-hmm. bases have been around for forty years. But this will give people uh, another excuse to <laughs> to get really Rebase. into square bases. For you know, I think I think it's going to be a flash in the pan. Like I think I think the old world oh, yeah. is going to be the Horus heresy of <laughs> whatever week three of February, 2024, whenever it is like, yeah, it's, no, um, I feel you. Horus heresy was huge for a minute there though. Like yeah. I almost bought one of those boxes. Cause I was like, man, this seems like people are kind of into this. It seems like a fun thing. And I also the beaky Marines kind of, they were definitely there. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah. It was kind of like, okay, I could see the appeal here. You know. Beaktober, as it's called. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We can make our predictions. Predictions are fun. It seems like something that they're going to half support. And it's, yeah, it's just yeah, going to be. Yeah. Re- remember when the Eldari got new jet bikes a year ago? I know. No, you don't. Like, it's just going to be like whatever they're. Well, but they got striking scorpions. 
Cool. Like a month ago. And I d- didn't know that. All right. We didn't talk about it on the yeah. podcast. I, I yeah. meant to bring it. I meant to write that down because like, or maybe they're not even out yet. I don't know. I saw a picture. <laughs> Either way, I was kind of like, oh, that's great. I've been wanting those for a long time because I, I just put a bunch of metal ones in my cabinet over here and, and I'm like, yeah, these things don't stand up. They fall over on the 25 mil rounds and they're all offsided and lopsided and weighted weird. And yeah, these yeah. plastic ones sound nice. Yeah. So, so my prediction is like, I, I have fond memories of Warhammer fantasy and ranking up all the, the Bretonians up against the, the, the green skins, very fond mm-hmm. memories of that. I'm excited to see more people putting armies on square bases and taking pictures and putting them up on Instagram. But I've got a feeling this is going to be the Adeptus Titanicus, the uh, Aeronautica Imperialis. Like I, I got a feeling that this is gonna fizzle pretty dang quick. But hey, I'd be possible. happy to be wrong. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put out yeah. that hot take and see how it does. <laughs> yeah, see if it survives in this world or or drowns in the river. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if anything, and I and I think the goal with the like specialty division, you know, is hey we haven't talked about this in a long time, but here's an update for you. And now at least it's modernized or like they've, they've done a once over and been like, this is, this is workable. You can deal with this now. Like we've done things to it, you know? Cause I mean, if anything, they're just going to take whatever Warhammer fantasy eighth edition do ninth edition. And that's the old world. And people would be happy about that. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what the new rules are gonna be. I don't care what the new rules are gonna be. <laughs> I'm fair. in it just for like ranking up a cool army that's mm-hmm. geometrically pleasing because they all mm-hmm. slot in next to yeah. each other with the the rectangles and the squares. But, um, and I suspect that people are gonna be excited about that for at least a couple of weeks, and then week three or four is the real test. They yeah, just gonna uh, have to, to wheel Aeronautica Imperialis right off into the, the distance. Yeah. <laughs> wheel off the table. Yeah. They uh, just wheel off the table. That's right. Yeah. Imperialis that way. Wheel off the table. It's all good. Yeah. yeah uh, as they say. I do hope not, though. I mean, I, I think, uh, I don't know, like the, what is it, like Cities of Sigmar coming out? kind of feels like they're testing the waters a little bit um well, well i feel like that's also they just didn't have any humans in age of sigmar that's what the that's what that is i don't even think cities of sigmar are gonna be in the old world i don't know i don't know no yeah. probably not yeah. it, it'll be bretonians again or whatever yeah because they, they they showed like a horse or something yeah, so they have some new Bretonian models and then a lot of kind of fresh coats of paint on the, the older Bretonian models. Um, mm. But I recently went on eBay and I found a seller selling square plastic injection molded bases for, you know, I spent 30 bucks and got like 500 of these bases. And so oh, I'm, man. I'm ready. Now is the time. <laughs> I'm ready. Oh, man. Um, I, you know, that, that actually... I would I would throw that in the hot tip pile. Like nobody's thinking about it yet. Everybody got rid of them, but now's the time. Oh, if you're for... gonna play old world or even think about it, just go buy the bases. 
I mean, these don't say Games Workshop United Kingdom on the bottom. You know what the, it says on the bottom of this page? You probably can't read it yet here, but I'll, I'll tell you what it says. Three little letters. <laughs> USA is what it says on the bottom of this base. USA. Really? Oh, yeah. oh, oh. Yeah. It's, uh, USA bases. Yeah, but I mean, this is an ongoing hot tip of any of the standard plastic base sizes you can buy from random eBay sellers. They are not difficult to manufacture. So I've got yeah, I've got a big old box of just hundreds of, you know, circular bases, 25 millimeter, 32, 40, 50, 60. Like, yeah, you can I need buy to, them I need for to cheap make another, and it's uh, useful to have around. Yeah. It, it is for sure. I've run out. I, I bought like a, a big used lot of them a long time ago. Why does it need to be a used lot? I, it just happened to be. I just happened <laughs> to buy a used lot of them, like a big giant like. Bag. It's like five cents for a base. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Well, it was when I was buying bases, anyways, and then I saw this one, and it was like there was some kind of specialty sculpted bases in there, some real like the big like one twenties and stuff. Okay. Um, and then it was just a bunch of random other crap, and just a bunch of bases in there. And I've been using those slowly for like the last four years, five years. Yeah. And I'm finally like kind of running out, <laughs> so I need to make a base run and go buy a bunch more. Fair. It's been a while. Fair. Yeah. yeah, that's that's one of those things I I just feel good about having a stock of. Just get get a bunch of bases and then you know then then you have them. <laughs> yeah, you need them more often than you think. Sure. Yeah, sure. it's one of those things. That if I don't have like that base size, like I I might be out of like fifty mil rounds, and I swear every time it's like oh crap I need that specific base and i have to figure out a way to get one <laughs> like luckily yeah. my one of my local hobby shops does have a little bin that you can buy bases out of you just pick through and pick one it's like oh that one's a quarter you know so if you right on it, yeah yeah pretty convenient no, that's great so my understanding is when the old world comes back for a couple of weeks or maybe <laughs> a couple of years i mean we'll we'll see um, when it comes back, the smallest square size they have said is going to be 25 millimeters. So I assume that's yeah. the your goblins and skavens and probably Bretonian bowmen and probably Bretonian men-at-arms. Basically anything that was on a 20 millimeter square before is now going to be up to the 25 millimeter square. The real question is they've said that there is going to be a larger size base to kind of convert the large, somewhat larger infantry minis onto. And I don't know what that size mm -hmm. is yet, so I haven't been able to, to pre-buy anything like that off of, off of eBay. We'll that find out. interesting, yeah. I yeah. mean, if they haven't released the numbers, then, yeah, you're not going to get those USA 50 by whatever mil, you know, yeah. rectangles for infantry. By the time my uh, <laughs> by the time my USA friend from Ohio gets tooled up for that, uh, nobody will care about the old world again. So. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> That's no good. Um, Somebody's going to be real sad about that. But I don't know. It's hard to say. Although it's interesting, I I have a Skaven army that that's uh -huh. like I I started buying into it. Most of the used ones I got were on squares, and I've, I've swapped them over to rounds. Um, I still have a lot of them on little rectangles, but that might actually be worth, I mean, if it's decent enough, you know, as a game. Uh, I wouldn't mind playing playing it, so. 
Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I could, mm-hmm. I could re- rebase the other way around. Undo what has been done. No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. But you probably, sure you've probably like got something around. Packs. Yeah. Even even just a squad of ten figures, a little little five by two. Even that size, mm-hmm. very pleasing. Nice little rectangle. Mm. Mm. Hits hits a spot in the brain that. Yeah. Well, just try it. Just try it. Just try it. <laughs> I mean. I, I definitely with all the goblins I had back in the, the not that long ago, um, yeah on on squares, man. Cause I was buying like the sets of goblins off eBay for a while there. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I have I don't know right now probably I don't know fifty or sixty of them that are still on squares somewhere in a box. We should talk. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. We'll, we'll work a little trade. <laughs> Yeah, got to do them up. But all the rest of them I have are on rounds, and I think they look really good on rounds, personally. I think they definitely look exceptional in blocks, in the squares, with, like, the banners and everything. But I do like the way they look on rounds, too. Okay. I don't okay. know. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so they have moved the smallest size bases up to 25 millimeters, and a big part of the reason is because a lot of those minis you really had to puzzle piece them in to be able to get a a four by five block of 20. Like the, <laughs> the minis themselves were a fair bit larger than the bases, or at least if they were, you know, holding weapons out in front of them or whatever, that would just stab the soldier in front. And yeah. unless you had exactly the right model standing in front of them. And right. You had to think about your actual modeling. Yeah, like, yeah, you had order. to carefully choose where on the base you glued those feet down because that would <laughs> drastically affect whether that model oh, would fit man. into a rectangle or not. It's and, funny uh, because I, I think a lot of people, especially with Sigmar and everything, like a lot of new people that came back into the hobby, um, or like me personally, I basically never played Warhammer Fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, I had models, you know, on square bases and I still have them, but I never played the game. I played 40 K. Um, cause that was like the first thing I was introduced and then it was models and you know, whatever. Um, but my closest, like I, it, I can still kind of relate at least a little bit because of conquest. Yeah. Like trying to build that out has been such a pain in my ass. <laughs> Like to try and make everything fit on those trays, and they're they're not like even small. So I can imagine going smaller, and that is exactly tighter. the experience. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Conquest should have learned that lesson from from Warhammer Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, they should have. the The model size relative to base size is an important consideration if you want to yeah. get those models to rank up in a neat little rectangle. One, well, I would imagine, actually, scale wise, you brought that up. It's probably pretty close to a twenty five mil model on a twenty mil base, because you have yeah. a thirty eight mil on a twenty five mil base for Conquest. <laughs> So <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> Still a good game. Still good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, but 
you know, the solution for either of those games is to make the bases a little bit better. And with Conquest, at least, I still think they should just increase the size of their uh, their squares. So Okay, mm-hmm. so Conquest has the, the, the square movement trays that are a two-by-two two movement tray. Sorry, two circular cutouts by two yeah. circular cutouts in a square yes. movement tray. And if they just moved those four cutouts a little bit farther away from each other and made the overall movement tray square, the stand or whatever they call it, just a little bit bigger, (laughs) they could uh, probably, you know, retcon themselves out of that little, little issue, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We'll see if they, they end up or, I mean, the alternative is stop making the model. So, humongous there it's too late for that they've they have it might be it is but it like is scale far creep too the opposite direction no nope. like just, too late just too slightly late for that <laughs> yeah it probably is they're not going to stop selling all of their all of their current no. line that they've built up over the past no, five but, years yeah. but if if the if the newer stuff is just that much smaller to fit a little bit better on those bases then it's like, well, you don't have to change any of the stuff, and people are going to make do. It's hard to, I don't know. It's, it'd be weird to have scale creep in the, the wrong direction. <laughs> That's an interesting question, though. If anybody is aware of any game system or model line or IP where the models for said product line got smaller over the years you let us know i i would be interested in seeing if <laughs> if anybody has made that commercial error before <laughs> yeah i, d- I doubt it <laughs> yeah. uh, pretty sure it always gets bigger on that sort of thing but. maybe the idea with like 38 millimeter or you know in that scale is like there's no reason to go bigger ever hopefully Hopefully, I I don't think I could. The line must be drawn here. Here, no yeah, further. Like, you got to stop at a certain point. Like this is just it's too big. It's too big. Like I can't get a ten foot freaking table. Like they, they don't sell those. You know. Yeah, I know, and that's that's what I was thinking. Okay, so Brent just pulled out the the dwarf from Ravage Star that he painted uh, mini wargaming. I made him print it four times yeah. normal height. And it's so good. It's so good at that scale. It really is. The game, oh. the game probably doesn't work at that scale. No, or it might. no, it doesn't. <sighs> what you're gonna like, Inquisitor Ravage Star? <laughs> no, I'm just gonna try to talk those people into try into like making the game that big. Like, use their one giant game hall mm-hmm. and just set up some crap on the floor. And, that's uh, that's a pretty epic video. Like, right. we made Ravage Star, but like we're gonna we're gonna accept you know? that idea into their brains. Like, yeah, I think it just. What happened, if they yeah. What if they just printed all 190 sculpts of this Oof. size and yeah, put that at, put at, that all at, over so the floor? So you, you'd have a, an action figure scale war game. Yeah, Dude, that would be sick. I mean, we can just do that with any 3D action prints figures. that we want, or action. Figures. I mean, I, at that point, I'd want to just buy like GI Joes and be like, "This is Katia." <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, here you go. Here's a. I, I guess you could. I guess you could, but. Yeah, you know, you're over there fun. driving those hard bargains of you know oh, getting know. getting paid in resin for yeah. Look, 
you just do <laughs> you just do a little shilling for the uniform GK two printer it in your Black so Friday sale that's that. coming up. <laughs> you do that, you get a few more bottles of resin. Maybe yeah, we yeah, print a yeah. few more giant dwarves. You know what I'm saying? Look, we find, I have. Uh, <laughs> I got bottles. I got bottles of resin. I'm gonna try it. You know what? I will run off a print. Not tonight, but <laughs> it's already late. Sometime soonish. <laughs> I'll hold yeah. you to that. Uh, yeah, I got, it, I, got it, I got it. Whatever that means, I will definitely print something out large because that big. does sound cool. Yeah, but print uh, print something that has that's like part of a series or part of a squad. You know, maybe maybe you go to uh, Victoria Miniatures, you buy the STL set for the uh, ten halfling snipers. Maybe sure, you do that. Yeah. Is and there an STL set for that? I didn't know there that. Is, okay. well, there is. That's really cool. But, and that's been and tempting me. halflings at, at all. I have some of the resin ones. They're just big halflings. You know, you can this print big halflings large. and it's just I a mean, different of course scale. Yes, the yeah. dwarf is huge and he's still a dwarf. I'm yeah. stupid. Don't worry about it. Yeah. You print them at like <laughs> Hummel size, you know? So you just, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got your, your China cabinet all set up there and you got your, your Hummel of like the little boy with his like pet dog and stuff. And then you have ten halfling snipers, like, sitting on ammo crates, eating their sandwiches, and, like, throwing yeah. stuff at each other. <laughs> that does sound very good. You know, mm-hmm. it might be difficult, but I wonder if we could convince enough people to print out enough models to have a small-scale, like, skirmish game in, like, a large set. Like, in a hall, say, at Adepticon, just for context of size. I mean, right. you can, anyone with a printer can just make 10 large size right, proxy exactly. models. Like any, So make yeah. 10, call it a squad, bring it, and and then we, we battle on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Like use your feet as inches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Because a foot is an inch, right? At that point, you get, well, you you know, get big it has enough. to be, that's, that's 12 times scale. That's getting a little bit silly. Like... Well, sure. But Realistically, you like three or four times scale is what most printers might actually oh, yeah. be able to handle. Yeah. No, we need a uh, a good like multiplier. Yeah. That, that's multiplier. when the uh, that's when the blue, green, and white dots come in handy for uh, measurement systems for those uh, small scale skirmish games. Yeah. yeah. You just print them up at the yeah. same. Yeah. Fires fires scale. two red dots or whatever. I don't know. I yeah. already I already forgot that measurement system. Yeah, it's a kill team joke. Yeah, it's so. a kill team thing, but uh, I've actually used that exact, not, not I mean, not the the square, triangle, circle thing, but like just a a range finder, right? It's like it's got your inches on it. If I scale my miniatures down by fifty percent, then I scale my range finder down to fifty percent, and I have a small scale game that works. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So yeah, the the game saga. They use very small, small, medium, and large as the movement distances, and they okay. normal. And by very small, small, medium, large, they normally mean like eight, five, two, four, six, eight, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, two, four, six, twelve. Maybe anyway, that's not important. But what's no. what's important is that yeah, we can. It's okay. We can multiply the number of inches by three or four. We can do this. <laughs> I know we can. It's just. I would love for it to be one-to-one yeah. it, in terms of like, I have the paper, it says inches, now it's feet. And that, that therefore, it's just is what it is. Yeah. We can get the big foam dice too, like the real big ones. And we, w- we would find the like one war gamer who couldn't <laughs> multiply by three. 
Exactly. Yeah. And we'd be screwed. <laughs> be yelling yeah. out things. Jimmy, it's what are you nine. doing? Jimmy, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we we got to make it easy. That's the thing. You, you keep it simple. Always keep it simple. If you're yeah. if you're calling people to do something, you got to be like, look, show up. You don't even need to memorize anything. Just show up. <laughs> like preferably with the model, but still. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. why we got to color code it, man. Some people cannot be trusted with simple math. That's fair. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I get it. I get it. Oh, maybe. Okay. So, all right. So, we're, we're doing cut. action figure scale, yeah. small war game, maybe. Well, okay. We could do action figure scale. Here, all right. Here's my pitch. Here's my uh -huh. pitch. Uh, don't right, yeah. <laughs> That's, you Don't can steal. pitch it's it fine. to me. Pitch care. it to Uniform with their GK2 <laughs> yeah. and they're all their free bottles of resin. Like that's no. I'm gonna pitch it to who's got the, like the biggest printer right now? Like the at home is it like Frozen that has that huge at one? Casey at eBay Miniature <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do large scale. It'll dot be great. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the huge printer. That's all. <laughs> like I want to be able to print out like these eight part models in one go. I don't like printing multiple times and putting it together it takes too long mm -mm. not doing it mm -mm. so yeah that's that's really it that's the only reason i'd want to do that but all right so here, here's the pitch though so you got your grinder event at adepticon where you pit everybody in a thing and they get ground up in a grinder but we call this either realistically like we could go to home depot and buy a shovel or maybe a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer would be fun to yell. And you do the exact same thing with large scale models and then you sledgehammer the ones. When they die. I think that would also get us kicked out. Yeah. Maybe. We go outside. Do it in the cold. <laughs> okay. Yeah. In okay. the parking lot. <laughs> Yeah, I gave a sledgehammer two in the morning in the parking lot. That's what we're doing. I wouldn't do it. it. I'd, no, I'd back out of the last second. I mean, I'd say I'd do it, <laughs> but I I wouldn't. So you wouldn't take that dwarf that you painted up in Canada, fly it down to Chicago, <laughs> and then potentially sledgehammer that thing in the parking lot no, at two in the morning. He's precious to me. Yeah. He's precious to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's mine. <laughs> it's important to think about these things, though. I know, I know. Yeah, we, we're always coming up with ideas, you and me. And, yeah, uh, it's true. It's true. I still think that'd be fun. I don't know. I like the idea of large, large-scale wargaming. Uh, I think it would be fun, and obviously nobody's doing that. So. Some minis look freaking awesome at this scale. Yeah, well, I mean, that's yeah. a good dwarf. It's a good dwarf. It is. So this is... Ravage Star sculpted by the Lazy Squire Games people and yes. they have a reputation of putting, let's be honest, way too much detail on their minis. But there's a lot. Yeah. But you scale that up several times and uh yeah, the like five layers of detail on this shield uh start to look pretty cool when it's huge and you can actually yeah. paint them all so yeah yeah well, it's interesting because yeah at that at that larger scale you're like oh i can actually i can see the different layers of like clothing and then armor and then trim and yeah it kind of it doesn't blend together anymore like those blocks of color are large enough that when you paint them differently it's like oh yeah i clearly see that um that might even be a good like 
not cost effective whatsoever, but good trick to like blowing up a model and seeing all of the detail and then going to the smaller scale after you've painted that and been like, yeah, now I know where everything is. I know what colors and how that's supposed to look and all these things. Even if you did it for one model in an entire army, you'd probably get a pretty good idea of it. Honestly, yeah. Like, uh, anytime you're trying to figure out a paint scheme, like, you know, the first model that you actually paint teaches you so much about, you know, what elements are actually there and how they relate to each other and, you know, whether some of them overlap and how many different shades of brown you need for the various pouches (laughs) and (laughs) arrows and whatever. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. But yeah, if you, me so much. if you purposely do that exercise with a stupidly large version of the mini, like, I guess that helps. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I think it, it sounds oh, like that's it a could. zipper. Like, I see. Yeah. <laughs> that was I a mean, button the whole time. That. Yeah. <laughs> like you you paint something in and it's like, oh, there's supposed to be like a metal clasp on this edge. It's got yeah. a pocket protector. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly live and learn yeah all right well i've been i've been printing up some titan forge i can't remember like lords of aquitaine it's it's the bretonians yeah the the last couple of titan forge releases were essentially bretonians i mean is or french peasantry slash knights yeah fantasy knights yeah whatever it's called but i've been printing up a a lot of the bowmen and men at arms and Mm -hmm. i still have some cleaning up to do on those models but mm, i'm excited Mm. to stick them down to some square (laughs) plastic bases and 25 just admire yeah Yeah. (laughs) just look at them (laughs) yeah i mean they're not they're definitely not designed for squares you think they're gonna fit together you're just gonna like pose them where they're oh they no they will they they will they They, um So, yeah, Titan Forge releases in 28mm scale and 32mm scale, mm-hmm. and I printed some at each of those, and for this purpose, I'm doing the smaller 28mm scale, Okay. and uh, they definitely will have enough room if I put them on the 25mm square basis, so, yep. Very cool. All right. Yep, well, that's yep, yep. good to know. Yeah, uh, I usually grab the 32 mil from them just because it's like, oh, that's closest to what I'm using generally. So. Me too. It, in general, I like painting slightly larger models. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, for sure. And, you know, something else I'm working on over here is uh, some stuff from Twin Goddess Minis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just printed out some of theirs. Yeah, and I've actually been printing them at plus 30%, whatever the starting scale idea. is. I up, it, I up it by 30%, and uh, yeah. Not, not that I'm trying to fit them in with anything else. I just want cool minis to paint. Mm-hmm. And bumping that size well, up by just his, a little some bit. Some of his models mm. are, are 75 millimeter scale. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or at least I, like, I got this orc warrior female something or other. And it had a 75 and a, a 25 mil. Sweet. Or it might have been 32. I don't know. But there was definitely 75 in there. Uh, the goblins I got were we're super tiny though so i i like that idea 30 30 percent probably would be a good idea yeah scale talk the podcast yeah scale bravely scale bravely the podcast <laughs> all right what else you got casey 
Change, Man, change I got, the subject. I got, such a, I got such a list. So, okay, well, I'll just go into some of the stuff. Um, so I got, like, the storage locker things uh, for, like, boxes and models and all this stuff. And I got these display cases, right? The Home Depot ones. Um, weirdly, like, Home Depot is... Uh, an affiliate sponsor for YouTube so that it actually works when you plug in the, the link for like, so on my last video where I actually show them in the video I actually have an affiliate link for the the cabinets which is weird, I just I don't know, that's a new thing for YouTube I've never seen that, so I thought it was weird that it Can't popped up some cabinets. Um, I know, right I ended up buying another two storage cabinets and another display case so yeah, I I still have stuff to put in them. Like, I have a lot of stuff in these display cabinets, and it's like most of the rest of the stuff I have is, like, unpainted, but I don't have any room to put more stuff in them. So it's like if I finish something, I don't know where it goes. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to make it look cool behind me. That's all I'm doing. I, I want I want the glass, you know? been a thing since i was like little so <laughs> yeah i'm happy for you i'm happy for you <laughs> yeah so i've been doing that but they came in the mail and ups or whoever delivered them put them flat on the ground leaned up against my garage door okay so i opened the garage door and i went to back out and i definitely ran over at least one of them and I haven't opened the box yet. <laughs> so I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> um, we'll see. Well, that'll be a, an update for another time. Speaking of updates for another time, sort of. I also subscribe to the new Warhammer Stormbringer like monthly subscription service magazine slash models. I don't know if you've seen this. Uh, right now it's like if you sign up before November something, you get a bunch of stuff for free, but the first, the first like subscription piece, and I assume you could just cancel after this. I'm pretty sure it's like $7 and you get like a full sprue of cruel boys and Stormcast Eternals and like uh play mat and a bunch of other stuff. Super good deal. I don't know about ongoing, but Hey. We'll uh, report in on that for sure. See what happens. So far, it seems like a pretty cool way to go, though. Honestly, okay. not like not like other things that they've had in the past. Like the Warhammer Plus is kind of eh, I don't know. Especially for getting models, it's not exactly like oh no, it's not good for getting models. But yeah. one a year, you know. Yeah. Yeah, not great. <laughs> uh, and I missed out on the first one somehow. Like I took too long to to claim it. Really. Yeah, no. I never got I never got my model. Yeah. So I just buddy. assumed they were just gonna be like, Oh, here, just take it. Here, now it's been a year we're sending this out to you. I think you still have to go in and claim it. Um, you do. I mean you could make a whole video on uh you you, you try to big time them <laughs> into sending you the thing you paid for. You, you give it a right, shot. Yeah. Give it a shot. Try to <laughs> escalate. 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 Escalate to manager. Escalate to yeah, manager. Yeah. <laughs> Escalate to someone who gets paid more than minimum wage in the UK. Yeah, like, uh, well, specifically at Games Workshop, but I don't think you're going to find one of those people for a long time. Keep going off the chain, you'll find <laughs> exactly. one eventually. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, 
um yeah i don't know i i at this point i kind of gave up and like it's been like two years and i've already claimed the second year model so i actually am getting that it's supposedly in the mail dude i bet no you i bet you can still get it like i claimed mine quite late too like i i claimed my first year and second year at the same time and i seriously and i'm not getting the third year because i unsubscribed from that oh you did (laughs) (laughs) well to be fair the uh the third year models don't look as as good as the first two well the second year was not as good as the first year either so you don't think so i mean i guess uh, maybe it's all just dependent on it's all i don't know yeah, yeah it's all Oh, personal preference, all subjective. Yeah, yeah. Well, because that, like, I, that World Eaters uh, dude I thought was super rad. You didn't like that guy. Interesting. I mean, he's just a space marine. A so. Horacy-themed themed space marine? No, no, I wasn't into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm glad you got that space marine coming in the mail, though, Casey. That's, I, I'm happy I feel for good. you. I feel good about it. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> Um, but yeah, unlike that subscription service, the Stormbringer thing looks pretty sweet. I think the, like the normal price is like thirty bucks a month, but if they actually follow through and send you the right stuff, I don't know. The normal... I feel like it's a, it's a good step for them. It's a it's a better foot forward than most of the things that they've done in the past. And maybe I'm just reading the the advertisement, thinking, hey, this actually sounds pretty good, and it's not. I don't know. It just looks cool. Yeah. I'm I am excited to see where this saga goes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I I you told me that you'd subscribe to the Stormbreaker thing and I looked at the website and it was like first month costs this and also you get free second month with your first month mm-hmm. and then on the third month it costs this and then at some point you get a dragon and somebody somewhere uh, up the pyramid uh, gets a Lamborghini and I'm <laughs> like, I just want to, you know, come back a year from now, highlight the entries on your credit card bill of, of what happened to you. I'm uh, going to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, luckily this, know, it's all coming out of like the, the kind of like YouTube fund right like right. so it's it's fine it's all this is yeah, technically it's a write-off yeah, yes yeah. this is all i'm just doing it as re i'm the guinea doing pig. it for the audience yeah. <laughs> and to be fair i i mean i wanted just more dominion models that's, and that's I got the other dominion funny part models. about this yeah just just to back up five <laughs> minutes the uh stormbringer yeah. subscription service is for mm-hmm. models from the dominion box which is already has multiple <laughs> yeah. multiple copies of like I, I have like the uh, the the regular cruel boys, the ones with the face shields, you know. I and I can't even remember what they're called. It's like the normal dudes. The um, gut rippers. Like the, yeah, 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 gut rippers. Yeah, but that's Is that actually it. correct. I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm not sure. <laughs> something like that. But you know what I'm talking about. Like the the main infantry, like normal orcs, right? Um, I swear, I have probably 150 of those. <laughs> like, but I have you're so about many. To get- Ten more for seven. I did. I now, got ten you? more. They, it, dude, they came like I signed up, and they got here like two days later. They sent that stuff out so fast because it was from some place here, and it's from some other company that's shipping it. It's not like Games Workshop UK or Games Workshop US from their normal warehouse. It's some other third party company sending this stuff out. Um. Yeah, it was weird because I didn't recognize the package. I was like, okay, I didn't order anything. This has my name and address. It's from some game company I've never heard of. 
Um, it turns out, yeah, it's all the Warhammer stuff in there. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, we might as well bring up the fact that uh, Dominion box prices on eBay settled nicely in at one fourteen ninety nine. Think including we're uh, shipping. Yeah, including shipping. That's free shipping. Yeah, so if you, don't wanna, if you don't want to roll the dice with a recurring <laughs> payment on your credit card, yeah, 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 you just go hit up your favorite eBay seller, buy, you know, however many copies of the Dominion box you want. Well, yeah, and it, and it depends, right? Because you can get you can get a Cruel Boys half or a Stormcast half for about seventy bucks. Makes a great stocking stuffer, I'll tell you that. I mean, for seventy bucks, I wouldn't mind some more Stormcast models. Just saying, you know, if you're thinking about it. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, you know, you buy a couple of Dominion boxes so that you have something to give to, to Casey for, for Christmas <laughs> this year and next year and the year <laughs> and after. Yeah. Like, he can't get enough. Yeah. I mean, look, would you say no to Dominion models? <laughs> no, I actually really like the uh, the Stormcast models in there. Yeah. It might probably, I swear to you, probably one of the nicest painted armies that I have is just purely Dominion Stormcast. Mm. And like, this is one of my more favorite paint jobs I've ever done. Um, yeah, and I really don't like the older ones that have the same exact paint job, pretty much. Are you digging through something? Brent's going. He's he's off camera. He's off somewhere. Well, Dominion box. Now, you got it, another Dominion box? Nah, this is one of the this is one of the old Dominion boxes. <laughs> oh, okay, like, this he's is just throwing me off. Look, I'm pretty sure I got this one. It was uh, 104 dollars a box. So yeah. yeah, Mama didn't raise no fool. Like, <laughs> yeah, like a true a true warrior would d jump on a deal like that. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I okay. So the other the other week. I didn't mention this because I, I did not act like a true warrior, right? There were boxes for like 80 bucks, like four or five of them, and they went quick. And I should have I should have just bought some, and I didn't. They were purchased by true warriors. Yeah, and probably all the same person, too. They're like five boxes for $80. I'm just going to buy these and sit on them for a minute. Yeah, they just pressed the buy button, and they <laughs> went to the mirror and just did some flexing for a yeah, while. Yeah. Dominion, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah exactly <laughs> yeah so somebody got there i think at this point we need to confess that we didn't have a plan for this episode we uh i i thought it was going fine you're just <laughs> derailing it for no reason <laughs> i was gonna talk about cord berserkers and all right no, 3d printing <laughs> please do <laughs> I think I think what what may need to be said is that Brent did not have a plan for this episode. <laughs> and I have a paragraph of things. <laughs> um uh so somebody sent me this sweet super early 90s Chaos Space Marine Army and a handful of Bretonian horsemen which is awesome. Um they look awesome. They're painted like it, he, he wrote like this letter with it too and he's like you know these are models I had when I was a kid and I played with my brother and it's like they have a lot of memories and they're like these mm. funky conversions and all this stuff but the models are like pretty jacked up like they cut up they cut into them cut pieces up all over and just like dumped glue on everything so he's like I don't know what you could do with these but here you go 
Um, so it's like this really kind of cool look into a couple people getting into Warhammer and really experimenting and trying things. So I'm making a video about it right now, which is pretty exciting. Um, but they have a unit in there of corn berserkers, like the really early ones, right after the metal ones. So it's like the first plastic kit, right? And they didn't convert any of them. And I'm like, what the hell? Everything else has tons of conversions. Like everything is cut up and put back together. And these are just chaos space Marines. So I'm, I'm going through and I like printed out just a crap load of bits and I'm just converting every single one of them. Um, just because like, if I'm going to do something about this army, then I'm going to do that thing where every single unit is converted just across the board. And I'm making these more like straightforward cause they weren't converted. So I don't know if they just liked them so much cause they're cool models. Like those old corn berserker models. I don't know if you remember those with the vaguely. like, vaguely. yeah, they got the, yeah. the big tall helmets with the, the pokey okay, spike that's things what I'm that thinking go up of. and that's what I'm the thinking ones of. like got yeah. a skull face. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And like half the models are on one foot for no reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like they're all like in the same pose with one foot kind of like they're they're hopping and skipping along. They're running. Uh, yes. Yes. They are running. They're 90s injection molding running is what they're doing, <laughs> which looks like uh, skipping <laughs> jolly, jollily. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah, so I've taken I've taken five of those, and uh, four of them are definitely skipping in a line, and they're all converted, <laughs> and they look great. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty stoked about that right now, and I just like corn berserkers. Um, yeah, they're good models. It's kind of what got me back into Warhammer too after a really long time. Mm. I went to the went to a store that I didn't know existed or was near me, and I was like, "Holy crap! There's a it's a game store here. I should go there." You know, it's only been 20 years. And then I was like, oh, corn berserkers. I'm going to buy those. Ah, the it, memories. Yeah. yeah it's all coming like back. Five, five and a half years ago, just wandered into a store and picked up some corn berserkers. Yeah. It's a true story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, that, yeah, that's kind of what I'm working on right now. Oh, yeah, I did get an update. Um, I got an update from my aunt. Uh, some of you might know I went to the Sacramento Zoo not too long ago and I, I uh, visited the chimp enclosure and saw some weird behavior. Um, since has been verified um, by a wonderful subscriber of this podcast that their spouse is uh, works with chimps at a zoo and said that was pretty normal behavior. I thought that was kind of a cool thing. I, I didn't know that. Um, but update on the chimps. They got into some trouble the old Sacramento zoo and apparently shipped off to some other zoo for like rehabilitation or something. They're like, these chimps are, they're naughty. They're so not they're, good. They're going to like juvenile hall. I, something like that. They got in trouble. They were misbehaving and they got shipped out. <laughs> and I don't know. That was like the, the week after I saw them, <laughs> you know? So not in front of the children and not so often. Basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it seems like that's kind of a thing. Like, Chimps are doing some things that are making people vomit, and like we we need to ship them off. They need some <laughs> need some more training. <laughs> yeah, these are chimps are not suited to polite com- company. The uh... exactly, yeah. And they were like, there's it's like two of them too. They're just kind of hanging out with each other and just being gross. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to ship them off. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I uh, mean, are, are zoos to to teach people about wild animals, or are they just theme parks where everything's perfectly cultivated for our oh, I know, for right? our senses and sensibilities? Like, well, you, you know, let the chimps be. They doing their doing weird, their things. disgusting things. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the San Diego Zoo is like, whatever, let it fly. Hopefully you're not in the way, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, not the Sacramento Zoo, though. No. Uh, the chimps uh, in Sacramento are held to a much higher uh, standard. Yeah, it's not fair. It's not <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it does it's make you wonder. <laughs> it, it does make you wonder what the hierarchy of zoos is and where the bad animals flow to. And like, I, if you, you can, have to wonder that, yeah, yeah. If you can just go to like Mobile, Alabama, and just there's just the worst, <laughs> like cheapest just animals chain there. Fence. Yeah. I mean, that's you know, okay. Let's get real for a sec. So there is a zoo in in Reno, um, and it's not good. It's makes not sense. good. I'm sorry, yeah. but that makes there's sense. There's like yeah. no reason for it. I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere for one. And it's been there for a long time and it just, it feels bad. Like you feel bad. Yeah. And I mean, I think these people are trying, it's like they're trying to help, but I have, I have to assume that's where like, Oh, we got this animal from so-and-so over here who, you know, did some illegal something and that's why this animal's here. And then mm-hmm. eventually it gets shipped off to a real zoo. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure there's a whole deep underground zoo network that like is an actual thing. Yeah, like that. I mean, it's the way the world works. Like the 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 good, well-behaving chimps that earn money get get filtered to <laughs> right. San Diego. Just go straight to San Diego, and then yeah, the poster. <laughs> like they get the they get the photographs and yeah, you know, the the buttons. <laughs> they're on they're on t-shirts. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. The, the, the one with the mean eyebrows who's always flinging <laughs> things at people like just yeah, yeah, straight yeah. to Reno yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and they're working trades so, yeah I've got like yeah, yeah. a couple of like just oh. the worst meerkats you've ever seen for alright all right, we'll, we'll we'll take Gerald the sloth. Fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. You've been trying to, try to trade him for years. We'll take him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a weird, yeah, it's a weird trading system with these zoos. <laughs> we'll give you four meerkats for the crappy yeah. sloth. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like baseball yeah. players, but they're not trying to get, yeah, like, yeah. better <laughs> players. They're just trying to get rid of their worst animals. They yeah. <laughs> make them somebody else's problem. Exactly. And, um, I mean, that's an idea for a diorama is, is to make like, make like a little zoo with the worst mm-hmm. animals, make the worst zoo, the worst zoo. And I not, like that. And not like the saddest, like lowest budget zoo, although it would probably like the, eventually, it would yeah, eventually derive from there. being the lowest budget zoo, but like make, make the zoo that's trying the hardest that just has the worst animals in it. Like just, <laughs> hey, what, like, what do you consider like a, like, 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 like a really nice looking enclosures like the animal has enough space has proper amounts so an of, ethical of shade, zoo with an ethical like lame ass animals is yeah, what you're an, saying an ethical zoo <laughs> where all the animals are just giving each other terrible looks <laughs> they're yeah. just like yeah lying around not doing a thing like just yeah that sounds like most zoos i've been to <laughs> <laughs> like the, the animals just kind of sit there <laughs> yeah um, I mean, what would you, what would even be considered like a lame animal? I don't know. That's, 
that's where like the creativity the, the, comes in like like yeah. like he's just here's a uh here's a pin filled with guinea pig like we just have 30 of them free roam guinea pig Oh, there you go. Like a really nice pen, but they just like it's just traded for all one animal. And <laughs> yeah. it's just... they, they they traded a, a capybara for for forty guinea pigs. <laughs> it's like same thing, better value. <laughs> uh, that zookeeper was fired the next day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but his understudy was no better. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what else you would do. I just that that sounds like nobody would want to pay for that. I mean, I. I kind of want to see like a couple hundred guinea pig in one place, but I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we traded up for a chinchilla. Yeah. Look, I'm glad your uh, your aunt is on the case there because I'd been wondering oh, about sure. those yeah. chimpanzees, wondering how long they were going to skate by and get away <laughs> with that kind of lewd behavior. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't take long. About yeah. two weeks, <laughs> like story got out. <laughs> like, oh, we can't have this. We have too much did, bad did press. Did we do that? Yes. Yeah, is that, I mean, is that our fault yeah. for? Yeah, the, the Sacramento Zoo just couldn't take that kind of bad press from Paint Brave <laughs> of the podcast and uh, <laughs> yeah, related fandoms. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Couldn't handle it, so those chimps are uh, shipped them off. Front office was starting to get too many calls from concerned citizens about. Uh, <laughs> is this normal? <laughs> <laughs> my children gonna be exposed to this <laughs> they got entire families uh, you know planning their way around the zoo map to uh, avoid certain enclosures cause nobody it's wants to very, see that yeah it's not a big zoo <laughs> <laughs> you just snort high <laughs> alright so you got any other hobby related stuff before we just you know completely deep end off just making our own zoo you could you could 3d print a lion i don't care yeah if it was like an action figure sized lion yeah i'll put a put a dude on him and call it a thing and we'll proxy it in our our giant game yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do sounds good to me Cool. Well, thank you again for joining us in another episode of Paint Bravely. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help us out by leaving us a review on iTunes, subscribing to the YouTube channel, and sharing this message with your hobby friends. And as always, we appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and we will talk to you next time. Yeah, I've never said this before, but leave a review on iTunes. But, like, listen to a different episode of this podcast, like a good episode of this podcast, and then go leave a review on iTunes. I mean, to be fair, if you're painting and you're sitting and you're painting... Nobody's going to do this. They've already done it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, on that note, uh, thanks for watching. We'll we'll see you next time. See you next time. I appreciate you. (laughs) Yeah.